ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to episode number six of the Comedy Collision Podcast. I am your host, Nick Hannock. Um, if this is your first time, welcome. If this is your second, third, fourth, fifth, or even sixth time, um, thank you for being an LL, a loyal listener. We love you. Um, please like, subscribe, share, and review us um, and download us all on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify Music. Um, we love you. Thank you so much for taking the time to even listen to this thing. Uh, my guest today is Dan Dominich. He is a Broadway superstar. He's a rock star. He's an actor. He's all of it. He can sing. He can dance. This guy, he's the, he's got it all. He's got it all. And um, he's a good friend. I want to thank him for uh, coming on the program to do this. Um, and yeah, so it's just going to be the podcast interview today. And um, that's because I'm working on a little something for next week's episode. A little surprise. A little surprise episode coming up next week um, that we're going to try out. So um Hopefully you enjoyed this, and uh, hopefully you guys aren't too bored. Hopefully the election stress is not getting to everybody because I know we're in uh, some tough times right now, some tough anxiety times. I'm recording this Friday morning, um, real early Friday morning, and um, you know we still don't have a president or a next president, so what the fuck. But uh, yay, you know, live and let learn, you know. Say uh, lovey and. Uh, <laughs> I think that's enough ranting for now. Uh, the interview was done in May. And uh, Dan, thanks so much for coming on. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Um, we're going to go big. Please share this um, wherever you share podcasts. I don't know. Uh, Facebook, MySpace, Zumba classes. Tell everybody. Tell Debbie across the street. Put it on your story. Who knows? Write a book about us. Do whatever you can. All right. This is enough fucking ranting. It's been horrible to this point. Let's just get into the podcast. All right. Here we go. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, my next guest, you might know him from a little show called Glee. He's also been on uh, Heathers in, on Broadway and then also Rock of Ages on Broadway. My good friend, Dan Dominich. Dan, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Good. Just happy to be through that intro right there. <laughs> third time's a charm, right? Yeah, third time's a charm. I love it. I like to start off with the hardest question I could find. Um, and are you ready for it? Oh, God. <laughs> All right, Dan. What is it like having your own Wikipedia page? <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Because I tried <laughs> making one, and for some reason, whatever algorithm they use, they know yeah. when you're trying to make your own, and they don't let you. Really? Oh, my. Yeah. So you, you attempted to make your own, but then oh. you couldn't do it, but someone made Big it for time. you. So yes. do you know who made it for you? I have. I think it shows who edits it, but I don't think anyone uses their real name. I think they just use yeah. like a username. Yeah, it's like cheese. But I tried baby. like three or four times to like <laughs> game the system. Yeah. And make my own pages. I'm like, I need a Wikipedia page at this point in my life. Yeah. And it, it just they just somehow they nail you. I don't know what it is, what kind of magic they're using, mm -hmm. but they nailed it every time. And then I just gave up. And then one day it popped up, and I was like, All right, there yeah. it is. Oh my God! What I can't even imagine how that day went when you just found it and you're like, "Holy shit!" I'm uh, it, it I'm, was I'm here. It, it felt like a bigger accomplishment than my IMDb page. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. I, so I have one of those. Yeah. I got one of those and I don't, I didn't make that one either. I don't know yeah. um, how that got made, but uh, the next step now is we got to get your picture on Wikipedia. There's uh, oh, I didn't know. Yeah. There's IMDB famous. There's Wikipedia famous. Then there's Wikipedia with a picture famous. Oh, we gotta, goodness. We get you to that next. <laughs> I, I hope it's better than my Broadway.com picture. For some reason, whoever's heading Broadway.com or picking the photos for that, they maybe yeah. picked the worst red carpet photo they could have found. Yeah. It's almost the worst. It's almost so bad that it's actually great. Yeah. It looks nothing like me, but it is me. It's like, I look at that and I'm like, oh, is that what I was doing at that time? That's, that was a moment in time that I'd like to forget. Absolutely. How long ago yeah. was that photo taken for Broadway.com? That was taken like two years ago, I think. Okay, so it's not outdated, it was, technically. Yeah, it's not, it's not completely outdated, but um, I think I was growing my hair out trying to see what it would do. I was trying to be all like cool with my polka dot shirt all buttoned yeah. up to the top without a tie, and I'm like, this looks ridiculous. <laughs> Let me, I got to pull it up now. Now I got to pull it up. But um, oh, while I'm pulling it, it up, it's, it's we got, I was looking at the Wikipedia page and this is something that when we were talking at uh, where we met at the O'Neill Center, um, I didn't know about you. Mm. You worked on Step Brothers and Semi-Pro. Yeah. This, these are two of my favorite movies of all time here we're talking. Nice. What, nice. So what exactly did you do um, on that? Uh, in Semi-Pro, um, so when I was in LA, I was working as an associate choreographer. Uh, Marguerite Dirks was the choreographer that I was working for. She's cool. incredible. Um, and and she she works with everybody and does everything. She's got like three Emmy Awards. I think she's the only choreographer ever to win three consecutive Emmys. Oh, wow. And uh, and so I was, when we were doing Semi-Pro, she was like, oh, I'm working on this movie with Will Ferrell. You want to dance in it? I was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I got to dress up like a flamingo yeah. and dance in a gymnasium with Will Ferrell and Woody Harrelson and Andre nice. 3000. And Andre 3000 is dressed like a, like a seahorse. Yeah, and Will uh, Ferrell has this big like sun, the sun outfit yeah. on. I was about to say it's when he's the sun. And, and, and I'm a flamingo. And I remember one of, the weirdest, <laughs> one of the weirdest things, one of the weirdest parts of that whole experience is I'm standing in line and I turn around and then there's, Woody Harrelson dresses as a flamingo uh -huh. and I look and I'm like, hey, he goes, hey, man, what's up? I'm Woody. I'm like, I know who you are. <laughs> but the fact that he like knew enough to be like, this kid probably knows who I am, but I'm going to do the right thing and introduce myself as if he does not know my name. Yeah. I immediately respected him more, even more so for just mm -hmm. being an awesome actor. I was like, you are an amazing person. Yeah, that is, that. that's so cool of him, man. That is yeah. so cool of him. And then, so... I picked so when you when I read the choreography thing with semi pro, I pictured literally the scene you're talking about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The world is the dance scene in Step Brothers. Step Brothers, uh, it got put on the cutting room floor. You see it for a very, very like short amount of time. It okay. was the number where he has the flashback to high school and he's dressed as a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and there's like the the chorus and they start uh -huh. singing. Brendan has a mangina. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a whole dance number. Wow. And uh, they filmed the whole dance number, and we actually taught it to Will like minutes before yep. he was supposed to do it. And, and it was funny how it went down because we were in the studio, and she used me as like the template. She's like, you're going to teach this to Will. And I was like, holy yep. shit. Will I'm going to get to teach Will Ferrell how to dance. Yeah. This is great. I like Anchorman was one of my favorite movies at the time. And so we get this whole number going, and I'm like, I'm going to do it full out. I'm going to show what a great <laughs> performer I am. Yeah. So we show up on the set 
and and we're underneath this big tent and we're waiting and it's me and marguerite and it's just empty and then in walks will ferrell and i'm like holy shit yeah and i'm waiting for him to say something funny of course and i'm sure he like hates that yeah. because he was like very normal and i was like oh that's right these are regular people and this is a job yeah. so she's like we're going to show you what the number is and we do the whole number and i do a full out and i'm like there it is <laughs> and he goes okay we're shooting this in like 20 minutes so there's no way we're going to do this whole thing yeah and i was like oh so oh, we had to out of breath oh <laughs> yeah yeah so it got to a point where which is something i learned which is essential across all platforms of performance is giving your performers what they give them the thing that they can work with okay don't you know there's there's a, a certain point where what's going to make them look the best so they got pared down enough for him because he said it's got to be good if it's going to be funny yeah if it's if i go out there and i look like i'm fumbling around it's not going to be funny mm -hmm. i gotta look like i know what i'm doing uh and then he went out there and he did it and then the movie came out we went to the premiere and i was like oh all that work you just see a little <laughs> bit of it yeah. oh man that's brutal that it got cut like that but at least you got the tiniest bit in um yeah and you can still say you're in step brothers which some say is his best movie i mean yeah the story right there alone uh, but speaking of stories dan let um i think the listeners at home want to hear how you got started and uh like how you chased the dream of acting and then um mm -hmm. how you got to where you are today yeah it takes time sure because i think see? yeah it's hard uh, when you're young hmm? mm -hmm. yeah i think the best place we'll start because it is a long story um with you being an old man and such uh <laughs> <laughs> uh with uh turned 40. yeah oh congrats man happy birthday but uh when was your birthday may 1st may 1st may day is that may day yeah, it's May Day, May Day and Dan Day. There you go. Um, what did you? So did you do college? Um, I tried. You tried. It wasn't for me. I went to a trade school for computer graphics. I wanted to make video games for a living. Okay. Yes. Yes. We talked about this. I remember. And um, what made you? Was it just like I need to be on stage? I need to. This is not what I want to be doing. Is that what kind of made you um, drop out? No, I was doing both at the same time. I was auditioning professionally and going to school at the same time. Um, because the auditioning, the booking the first job, it didn't happen for a good four years, which okay. is crazy. And the thing that I, I think that kept me going, I probably might have gotten a little more discouraged if, if I if I had gone to school for it. Because what I, what seems to happen a lot, and I'm basing this j just based off of what I've seen. I have no research that can prove any of this. <laughs> but <laughs> those those studies. But it seems to be that there are a lot of people that go to school for this, go to these great acting schools and they see some of their peers hitting it right out of school mm -hmm. and they get immediately discouraged. Yeah. And the truth is it happens at different times for everybody. Um, if you're doing it to, to be famous quick, yeah. then you're doing the wrong thing. You're never going to get to where you want to be because you're focusing on the wrong thing. The focus needs to be on doing your best work yeah. every single day. Absolutely. At least, or at least trying your best every single day, because your best today isn't going to be your best next week. It's not going to be your best the week after or next year. Mm -hmm. um, so, so doing it all for the right reasons, for the love of the game, yeah, and doing your best every day is what's going to get you to where you want to be. Sweet, yeah. And are you working like side jobs too, like trying to pay your way just to keep afloat during this while school? Uh, when while... I started out, oh, right now. No, no, no. Back when you're in school and auditioning and doing all this, were you also working as side job to keep? Oh yeah. Jeez. Man. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was working as a as an MC. 
on the weekends oh. doing like bar mitzvahs and sweet 16s <laughs> and weddings and stuff. Nice, man. Yeah. That's a great gig um, if you could get it. Um, I, uh, I worked for a guy who did that. Um, yeah. He taught like sports and stuff to kids, man. Uh, Good money. Out, yeah. yeah. Shout out Coach Josh. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's crazy, man. So what was the first um, kind of sign that you thought, okay, maybe this is going to work out? Was it the first job you got? Was it like uh, someone who talked to you? Uh, was like, it was hey, the first callback. First callback? And yeah. what was uh, the callback for? Rent. Rent. Cool. And you're how many years now out? You said four? You've been in four uh, years? I didn't, book it. I didn't book it until four years later. Jeez, man. But, it, yeah. you, and you're not kidding about falling in love with what you have to do because that's yeah. four years of rejection, four years of no, no, yeah. no. Uh, that's brutal, man. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, I, think, I think you got to feel that because you're going to hear no your entire career no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. You know, hey, list celebrities get passed up for jobs. Sure. You're going to hear it. And you got to know that that's part of the game. Absolutely, man. It, it truly is. And I think going to um, – at the acting school – that's one of the things they taught us was uh, you just got to keep going because it's going to be a ton of notes, especially in acting. Yeah. Um, yeah. See if I where, can turn you in. There we go. Oh, whoa. That one, that was uh, crazy. Yeah, we're just going to use the audio from this, but. Oh, good, okay. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, I'm in like all this dark light right now. Um, yeah. I'm still back on campus right now, cleaning it up for the last week. But. Uh, man, that's, uh, that must feel so good. How do you feel, man? Uh, dude, again, it's it's like. I, it's nothing's happening at home so it's like I'm, I'm not going anything bigger um i'm doing stand-up like that's like the main dream and goal is stand-up comedy on uh, acting nice. too but all the clubs are closed because of the yeah. pandemic so we're doing this podcast yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah i don't but know you but should, I, you should definitely be writing yeah know? oh every day every day yeah come up with new things i write the most uh in the shower i've said that before but oh my god that's how I, yeah. <laughs> is that what you, you do too yeah, yeah, that's where all like the singing came from. There you it would go. always be just like singing in the shower and like every every day. Yeah, and and you're a hell of a singer. I mean, this guy, you could carry a note to say the least. I mean, it's phenomenal. When uh, when I heard you and Jeanette, that was yeah, bananas, man. Kudos to you. Thanks, man. Yeah, um, what uh, are you now? You're singing too, like in a band, right? Or where? Yeah, where yeah, I got a couple before? of bands I sing with. Yeah. Okay, cool. And was that? Oh, was that the original dream? Because it seems like you love music. Like, you're very passionate um, about it. Yeah, singing has always been the dream, and theater kind of was a result of my love for singing. Okay, um, cool. Once I got into theater, and I saw how different, how there's, like, different grades of how you can make a career in theater, mm -hmm. um, I saw that a lot of my theater heroes were doing concert work. And once I start to get, get to know them, get to know them because yeah. they eventually became my peers, um, concert work pays a lot of money. Yeah. And while you shouldn't be doing it for the money, there's going to come a point <laughs> where maybe you're going to want to get married. Maybe you're going to want kids and you have yeah. to start making it. Uh, and so when I saw that, that they were getting in a day, what I was getting in a week, I was like, okay, I want to do that. Yep. So I started looking into that more and that took about two years to get going and then they shut everything down. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I finally am like making, I'm like, I finally reached like this next level that I wanted to uh -huh. and every performing arts center in the country got shut down. Yeah. Cause um, I saw you at, uh, was it, was it South by Southwest or were you just in Austin performing? 
Um, oh gosh, where was that? I don't remember which 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 band was it though. It was Rock of Ages band. It was Rock of Ages band. Yeah. Where were we? I thought it was, was Iowa. The Iowa State Fair. You did that one. I know you did that. Did you not do Austin, Texas too? I thought you were down in Austin doing both. I don't. I don't. Maybe think it was just so. the State Fair. I gotta look back. Okay. But um. Hey, I gotta no, look back. What? Yeah, and okay. So fun game, uh, real quick, because I was just thinking of music. Front, right. We'll put you at the front. We'll give you the frontman role. Build your band around you. You get a bassist. You get a guitarist. You get a drummer. All time rock only. Who are you rock going? Only. Rock only. Who are you? Oh, going? I want I want Flea to be my bassist. That's where I would go to. Uh huh. Um, drummer. Wait a minute. Um, oh gosh, this is hard. Yeah, you can't go right. Not right off the top of your head. It's gonna take some thought here. Uh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see something. Oh, Rick Allen. Rick That's Allen. who it is. Rick Allen is the drummer. Rick Allen came to see me in Rock of Ages. He's the drummer for Def Leppard, and he's got yeah. one arm. <laughs> it's awesome. And the way he signs, the way he signed my album, my 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 uh, uh, Pyromania album. Yeah. He, he does a stick figure with one arm holding a drumstick. I was like, that is freaking awesome. That is great. Um, Guitarist Joel Hoekstra, because that's who okay. I play with in the Rock of Ages band, and he's yeah. the guitarist for Whitesnake, one of the greatest guitar players of my lifetime, at least. It's crazy, yeah. That um, you get to play. So he plays with you guys in Rock of Ages. I didn't know that. Right. Oh, that's awesome. dude, that rock, the Rock of Ages band. We got Joel Hoekstra, who plays with Whitesnake, Cher, and the Trans Siberian Orchestra. Yeah, we have Blondie's guitarist. He's our guitar two guy. Okay. Um, we and our bass player is Joan Jett's bassist. <laughs> It's like they're like world class. That's exactly how I feel every single time I go out with these guys. I'm like, I get imposter syndrome. I'm standing out there and I'm like, this is insane. Oh this, my! What is this life, dude? That's bananas. That is a bananas. Crew. Oh man, that's awesome. When you yeah. were uh, now the band was how long have you been playing with this Rock of Ages crew? Well, it's been like two years now. Two years, and is it the same group since the beginning? Yeah, yeah, cool. same group, and then uh, we all did it on Broadway together. Yeah, awesome, man. And that is, I so I I'm not a, I'm not not a theater guy, but I'm not a theater guy. Like uh, I got into that school uh, doing one play. I did one play at uh, Mizzou University of Missouri here, and I wasn't even in the play. I was projected on screen. We shot it beforehand, mm -hmm. and then I sat in the crowd and watched with uh <laughs> with all the audience members so yeah. i was never even in a play but uh and i did sports in high school so like i've never even done it and the next thing you know i find myself at one of the best theater schools in the nation and uh -huh. i'm trying to figure it all out but uh yeah, yeah they, they're like what's your happiest place and i'm like wrigley field that's where the cubs play they're a <laughs> <There you laughs> like, go. they try to tell yeah. you one of their maybe you'll sing the national anthem there one year oh that'd be great dude if i could yeah i gotta get vo uh voice lessons though but um yeah where was I going with that question? Uh, oh, so I was looking, so I'm not a theater guy, but I was looking into the Rock of Ages show and I was thinking if this was around when I was, or on Broadway, off Broadway, um, when I was watching, like when I was big into now acting in theater, I would have loved this show. Mm -hmm. This is such a, like a more than just, yeah, you don't have to like theater to like the show. You can love music and this is the show yeah. for you. Yeah, and it, yeah. Hairband, it's uh of course you guys close with Don't Stop Believing. Of course uh, you do. Uh, uh but like I saw some Joan Jett in there. I mean, it just mm -hmm. looks like a great show. And what uh was it when you found this show, was it just, and you got casted in it, was it something like this is like Kismet? Like it's a perfect fit. Did you feel um, 
I didn't know about the show before. When I heard about it, I knew nothing about it, and it didn't seem like it was going to be a show for me. Okay. And then I went to go see it, and I, and I realized the genius in it. Yep. And I was like, this is absolutely the show for me. Right. And I was trying to, yeah. My my manager didn't think I'd even get in for an audition because I didn't think they were hiring my type, which they kind of weren't because I'm the only one. I'm the only guy that played the role that looks like me. They <laughs> <laughs> weren't hiring Puerto Ricans to play Drew. I'm wrong. I would. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock of Ages show you, you for sure. Oh, yeah, dude. well, yeah, I was the only. I think I was the only Drew on Broadway. The only Puerto Hispanic Rican. Drew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Puerto Rican laughs> Drew. That's great, man. Oh man, that's funny. And then, so then you that is was that the most recent one, or was Heather's after that one? I should know, but that's bad. Uh, Heather's was after. Heather's was out there, and that's a. I mean, that was a massive role for you in your career. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Well, I was the understudy, but yeah. <laughs> no, dude, that's that's the best job. I was gonna talk about that. That's the best job. It's like being the backup yeah. quarterback. You just sit yeah. there, you got to know the playbook, um, yeah. and, and the lines, but then you get the glory yeah. of being in it. It's on your Wikipedia funny. page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. great. Yeah, it's just funny because there's people that are like, "Oh, you played the role," and I'm like, "No, no, not technically." That was no, Ryan McCartney. I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you but ever I gotta say, get in? Like, the, what what was that? Did you get in? Like, did you ever get, uh, get to play the role? Like, was there times when... Yeah, you, yeah. Because there was like a... It ended up being like this huge bootleg that went out on YouTube and got all these views. And that's yeah. How, mm -hmm. Yeah, people saw that. But any, any like... Two of the biggest things that happened in my career happened because I took an understudy role. Wow. And, it's, and I never understood... Um, I never understood the aversion to doing that. Sure. To, to take to taking it. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you're still going to get to do it pretty much there's there are very few people that will never call out yeah like most of the time they're going to call out especially like if you're going to be doing the show for a full year someone's going to get sick they're going to want to go to a wedding they're just going to want a day off yeah take it take it and practice your ass off so when you go on you crush it yeah like that's like that's the game but yeah. some people just don't want to i don't know it's the weirdest thing they just don't want it and it's like all right well you're going to be looking at the next person. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, no, you're right. Living their best lives. It's so weird yeah. to me that anyone that talented that can make it and get off to that is like, I'm not going to. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll do it like half ass, not half ass, but you know, like kind of like leisurely, if you will. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I, that doesn't make any sense to me either. That's crazy. Mm. And then um, obviously too, um, which I actually looked up and saw you on is Glee. Um, <laughs> one of the best. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I ever heard of it a little show like that uh, well, so how did that come to be that was uh just one of those random auditions like you get an email from your manager and you're like all right you put the the tape out and you're at that point you're so used to hearing you know no yeah <laughs> this is like 10 years into a career I've heard no so many times at that point I was like yeah, it's gonna be what it's gonna be and that one actually hit and I was like wow definitely was not expecting that was it supposed and, to be a reoccurring uh, guest yeah Okay. Yeah, cool. that was the story. But uh, again, quickly learned things change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being an actor. So, yeah. yeah, but I got to do it. I mean, I mean, how many people can say they got their first acting job and got to act against Sarah Jessica Parker? That's yeah, not a lot. That's awesome. And how many no. that and how many people can say they play with the band you play with with Rock of Ages? I mean, yeah. dude, you got some cool stories coming. In. Yeah, sure. yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun life, but uh, definitely it's, a, it's like a lot of work. It's a lot yeah. of work, and it's like no one sees ninety percent of the shit that you're doing underneath just to do that ten percent of of the actual job. 
which backs up what you were saying earlier with you can't be in this business to be quickly famous or i mean i no. guess at the end of the day famous but still quickly famous yeah. or for the and even if you are you're still gonna have to work yeah. you book that big <laughs> job it's like it's not gonna be forever yeah there's nobody successful that doesn't work hard or is that hard yeah. work is it's not handed to them and did you come into yeah. acting without like was your dad an actor or did you know anyone in the industry you just jumped in no, no, it was just me and my friends from long island just doing community theater having a grand old time just being young and dumb <laughs> Like we had the most fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm we're talking like there was a night where we were all out up front of the theater mm -hmm. that we just wanted to keep hanging out. We were blasting music in our cars, dancing on top of the cars to like jump on it. Nice. Oh <laughs> like nice. we were ridiculous in the best way. Dude, this sounds so Long Island. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. It is. Oh, like it reminds me of uh did you see that new uh Pete Davidson movie? Uh, no. King of Staten Island? Oh, Staten Island. I'm no, I gotta see yeah. that. It's so good. That one and uh, Big Time Adolescence is good, too. It's his other one. All right. He's a yeah, blonde in that one, though, which is weird. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, no that, that. dude, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, did you, uh, what, what age did you start acting? Like, first uh, play? Let me think about this. 14, 13, 12. Probably, like, 12 or 13. 13. I'll say 13. But that was, that was like, yeah, it's like the high school. Stuff, Five. You know? Yeah, I did like. Well, I did a I did a talent <laughs> show when I was in fourth grade. How old are you in fourth grade? Uh, 12, probably about eight. Yeah, oh, hey, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, maybe. What uh, what'd you do? I sang a song called "Holiday" from a kids' show called "Hey Vern, It's Ernest." I was yeah. obsessed with the song. There's there something about the song that I was like, it spoke to me. So I had like my VCR, and I would just rewind this song constantly. I learned this whole entire thing. It was like a song about the months of the, or like the special days of the year. And now yeah. everyone has a special day for them. And the singer's like, why can't I have a day for me? Yeah. It's like, yeah. So it's like, it's this whole entire thing that I got that I was obsessed with. And, and when there was a opportunity to sign for the talent show, I'm like, I'm going to sing my favorite song. <laughs> so I dressed up with my little white shirt and my suspenders and my little gold top hat. And oh cane, my God. Yeah. And went out and sang the song. And um, I still remember I don't remember the actual performance. I actually, I remember the applause. Cause that feeling, I was like, I blame that moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for the rest of my whole wanting to be on stage the rest of my life. Yeah. Is this, uh, this is Jim, is it the Jim Varney guy? The guy I'm thinking of? Yeah. Uh, yep. passed away? Yeah. Oh my God, dude. Rest in peace. I grew up watching those movies. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had, those were, that's back when VHSs were a thing. Yeah. <laughs> back in the day. Oh man, dude, that's awesome. And then, yeah. And then just, it propelled from there, dude. That's, isn't that cool? That just like one little moment like that. And then it just leads you down next little moment. And then just kind of snowballs right? into, or snowballs yeah. into a career and made a career out of it, man. That's awesome. Yeah. What, yeah. um, let's do, let's do a fun question. I got, I got a cool sure. one. Yeah. Hit me. Um, coolest venue musically you've done. Oh wow. Coolest venue. <laughs> um, it was probably like an outdoor thing that we did. Well, no, that's a lie. Oh, <laughs> the thing we did. <laughs> we were in a small town, small town, wasn't that small, in China. And oh. I can't remember the name of the city. I think it was outside of Shanghai, where we're doing a show called Broadway Rocks, which was like a mishmash of rock music that they put into mm -hmm. Broadway shows and actual like musical theater shows. And they like kind of mashed together into an hour and a half show. Cool. I think it's like five or six singers. 
and we show up to, so we're touring through China doing the show. Yeah. And we get to this one place where the bus pulls up, we get out and we start walking down this path. And then we get to this big open field and it kind of looks like a festival is happening, like any kind of outdoor music festival. There's a big tent with all the trusses and all the lights and there's yeah. like thousands of chairs being set out and all the space. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, what is this like event that we're singing at? They're like, it's you guys. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's the event? Yeah. They're like, no, 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 you are the event. They're like, is anyone else performing? They said, no. Wow. It's like, are you kidding me? And in my head, I'm like, nobody here knows who we are. <laughs> how are you going to pack this out there's like 10,000 seats out here yeah and so we do a sound check and I'm sitting there and I'm like this is going to be the weirdest thing there was a huge LED screen on the back pyro in the front like it yeah. was a concert and it was just one guy funding the whole thing this guy was the richest man in town and he was like throwing a party he had his dining room table brought in and set in the back of the crowd so he could eat dinner and watch the show like we were like his like play project king. like a king like a king and so we're all sitting in the tent and you start hearing rustling in crowds and i'm like oh there's some people here did not expect them to pack it out what happens we go out on stage to start the show and it no. is a sea of people and i was like holy shit i've never seen anything like this in my entire life wow and they loved it they were having the best they were having the time of their life and it was like it was one of my favorite concerts i've ever done to this date yeah holy shit but that's like what you said some ten thousand plus there i can yeah. not imagine the adrenaline rush when you hit the stage it was awesome oh it was <laughs> it was intense. and it goes by faster than anything it's like it's hard you get to the end and you're like oh shoot i hope oh, i never forget this do it again start chanting yeah. Yeah, right <laughs> yeah, 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 back out. it's super addicting because you you yeah. get done you're like all right how do we make this a thing mm -hmm. um but then you get back to real life and you're like yeah. oh every every show is not going to be like this and then you start to appreciate all the other ones because you can get that feeling yeah in a grungy little rock club with 200 people at a bar mm -hmm. it's it's all about your perspective on the whole thing the yeah. minute you start thinking that you deserve those things is it's going to show on stage your show is going to suffer you're going to suffer your bandmates are going to suffer mm -hmm. and your whole project is going to crash to the ground so if you can treat that show with 10,000 people as the same thing as like a backyard birthday party, yeah, you're going to be successful. That's perfect. Yeah. I know. I definitely, uh, I don't know. It's weird. Like in my head, I'll go to places where, uh, say for the uh, O'Neill center is one of them where it's, it's like, how do I get here? A lot of things I think of is like, who came before me here? Mm -hmm. And it's like, what, what am I doing here with it? Like I, I got, I did one play and I like unjustify. I almost go the exact opposite of getting cocky about it. I get so humbled on like this courage. Mm -hmm. So I get finding the balance between that is definitely uh, something to work on for me. But uh, yeah. that is, dude, what an insane story that is in China. Mm -hmm. And did, what, how many countries did you guys go to? Was it just China or did you guys? Uh, we just did China and the U.S. with that one. Okay, cool. Yeah, because that, that ended up falling apart. Yeah, and that what, what can I? I don't want to ask about the downfall, but that, yeah, <laughs> the way you I'll said that, you. I only, you know what I will no, it's it's it started from I don't know what backdoor com you know what backroom conversations were happening, mm -hmm. but I do know that our booking agent got fired before okay. there was another booking agent in place. Oh man! Now why our booking agent got fired? I have no idea, but he was getting the shows, so I. I I hesitate to say I have no proof of this, but if I was a betting man, I would take like 80% of my money and put it on people were complaining when we got back and all of a sudden it's like, all right, we're going to do this show at like 
this high school auditorium. You know what? You have to do the high school auditorium shows because they deserve to see the yep. same show that you gave to those 10,000 people. Because guess what? They're the same people. They're all audience members. Mm-hmm. But um, I think maybe some people might have had a problem with that and thought that they were above that, which they shouldn't. Of course. Yeah, we won't name any names. <laughs> no, <laughs> but of course, no, we will yes. not. We will not. But, I, but again, like I have no proof of that. Like For all I know, the booking agent, they might have gotten into a fight with our producers and then they got fired. But at the yeah. end of the day, the guy that was getting us into these venues God. was let go before they had someone in place that could get us into these venues. It was like, how did that happen? And the whole thing just came to a grinding halt. And everyone that was involved with the show that was performing it, we miss it so much. We talk, we still talk to this day. And when we do, we always bring up Broadway rocks and it's like, damn, I can't believe that that crashed. That should not have crashed. That's a great show. We had a good thing going. I yeah, I'm picturing you guys as like group chat, being like, "Hey, how everyone, how's everyone doing?" And you guys all kind of share where you're at in life, and then someone just goes, "Oh God, I miss Broadway Rocks." It's true, <laughs> we do. Yeah. That's exactly it gets like five goes. likes. It's like all the things, and then it's like, "So has anyone heard anything yet?" And you're like, "It's been five years. We're not going to hear anything." <laughs> it's over, Christina. Get out of here. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, it's just one one actress who's not doing as well, and she's like, hey, "Guys, maybe we can go back to Broadway Rocks." Like, we'd love to. Yeah, yeah. that's great, uh, man. That, no, is that was cool. a good show. It was a good one. And then, all right, let me. I got I got a bunch of fun. I'm trying. To, there's a lot of serious stuff I love to talk about with the pod, but I got a lot of fun ones. Um, let's just keep doing the fun ones. Let's let's kill it. Uh, <laughs> most awkward on stage moment. Most awkward on stage moment might have been when I forgot to go on stage during Rock of Ages <laughs> to interrupt a conversation. That's happening on stage. So, so did like, they what they do? They were improving, and I was like, <laughs> "This is the dumbest thing." Ready for this? So I'm I'm holding a cassette tape in my hand, and I'm okay. supposed to run out on stage and interrupt the girl. Her name is Rebecca, but she's playing the role of Sherry. Mm-hmm. So I'm supposed to interrupt Becca and be like, "Hey, Sherry, I, I, you know, I made a mixtape for you." Yeah. And she's talking to like the waitress number one character. So <laughs> I'm sitting with this tape in my hand, and I'm sitting in the doorway, ready to go out and watching. And I start like enjoying the show because it's a good show. And, and I enjoy watching <laughs> Becca act. She's an amazing actress. And so I'm watching and all of a sudden I'm like, oh God, she's so good. And she's talking and all of a sudden she says to the girl, I love your hair. And I was like, oh, I don't remember this part. And yeah. so I'm like, I don't this part. forgetting that I'm supposed to interrupt their conversation. <laughs> so good. they're just like trying to come up with random shit. And I'm like, Oh my god, I gotta be on stage. And I run on stage and I interrupt him like with more energy than I should have than yeah. I ever have. And uh and then we went on and I profusely apologized after that. And oh my god. Dude, yeah, you're probably yeah, you're like, uh yeah, let's see where they take it with this one. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, oh my god, they're so good. Look at them go. So I'm like, good. I love your hair. I'm like, I love your hair. Where is oh. that in the script? <gasps> Yeah, <laughs> the, the uh, deep sigh like that, and then yeah. went out there. Oh man, that is tough. That and that was that is on Broadway when that happened. Yeah, that was a Broadway performance. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I'm cringing for you right now. Uh, it was great. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, yeah, that one's tough. Have you ever had to go to the bathroom while on stage? Always. Always. It's always in your I mean, not, not every show. You're yeah. Paying, I mean, you're like, paying every show. <laughs> no matter what, there's going to be a day where you should have gone at a certain time and you didn't. You're going to be like, I got to go like now. Mm-hmm. And, and you suffer. You suffer through it. And there's never been a moment where you're like, 
Uh, and it's then happening. No. Yeah. No, okay. No. Good. <laughs> but you hear stories of that. Everyone. I feel like everyone like has a friend who had a friend yeah. that that happened to. But I've never like personally experienced it in any of my shows. I've never seen any of my castmates go through it. That's good. Thank but I, they, everyone seems to know a friend who knows a friend that it's like, oh, in the middle of Wicked, this guy shit his pants. And it's like, <laughs> what? How have I not heard about this? And it makes you wonder how many of them are real stories mm-hmm. and how many of them are just like old wives' tales. Yeah. Just to like scare actors into making sure they go to the bathroom before they hit the stage. Yeah, and you know that it's funnier for how more like professional that actor is. So if it's like this <laughs> like, most profound actor, it's like I should like uh what's his name? Uh oh my god, I can't think of him right now. Uh from uh from Breaking Bad. Uh oh, oh, uh uh, uh uh wait, which one? the Jesse Pinkman? We, no, 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 lead role. Uh in Breaking Bad. Oh my god, oh my god from Malcolm just... in the Middle. Oh my god, Nicholas. <laughs> what am I? Doing, dude. We're both busting out our computers. Oh uh, my god, hold on. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. My god. Yeah, it's like, well, the joke was going to be, yeah, Brian Cranston's like some guy's just like, yeah, I just shit myself or uh, whatever he's doing. But uh, that joke was ruined because we couldn't think of the goddamn name, Brian Cranston. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, well, that's crazy, man. Yeah, I, I definitely, that's something um, when we were doing our little uh, theater programs that uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw one. Um, that we did at the school but uh when we were doing that i uh, i had to pee really like super bad and it was like well, you're on next i'm like fuck <laughs> what do i do All and right. then you suffer yeah you everything squeeze. starts switching yeah you just go out there and start sweating more too <laughs> comes out the other end yeah it comes up on top oh my god dude i it was like my first oh, was it the second one it was the first or second one that we did and i was like this can't be what acting is and i <laughs> <it was> the- <laughs> it's part of what acting is yeah oh man have you um the last the uh last fun question about uh that i have that i can think of is uh have you ever gone on stage um and maybe now you can admit to this if you want or not it had a little too much to drink uh beforehand and then you're like oh god what are we doing here uh no 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 uh, never, definitely you not, ever drink before but i don't know um i don't don't drink before do you know um, people that do it's not a habit I can't say that I've never done it, God. <laughs> but it's definitely not a habit. There may have been a time or two. I would never suggest that to anybody because if anybody gets hurt, oh, you of are course. shit. Um, when you're young <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's doing it, yeah. let's have a celebratory shot. You're like, sure. And then you do it and you're like, that was a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if anyone's in their position, in that position, I would opt out if I were you. Yeah, absolutely. Because there are people that have been known to go on stage sauced and yeah. they have terrible reputations and they stop working. Really? That's, see, now that's what I was thinking. Like there are actors that definitely can't put down the bottle and they go yeah. out there and that's, and the, it, people do talk about it. That's very. It, it's you're gonna see it. Anyone that gets into this industry and you start working, you're gonna you're gonna see it happen. One of you, either you're gonna be a friend or someone you work with. You're gonna see someone that unfortunately either can't do the show without having a drink, or they have a drinking problem and they think it's just they have the freedom to do that because of the industry. You don't have the freedom to do that. Yeah. And you will get in trouble and you will get fired, and you won't get hired back because people will know you for that. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. That's uh. 
it's definitely the the way to go about it because you don't want to be uh you don't want to have especially in acting where it's so who you know and like who can mm -hmm. help you and uh reputation based you don't want to mm -hmm. be having a bad reputation with the booze um or uh, anything no, definitely not. yeah yeah stuff. yeah but especially yeah. yeah um so yeah uh i should we is it time to maybe tell the cruise story <laughs> the what the, the what cruise story? the cruise story oh sure yeah let's do it um because you always told me the funniest part about before we tell the story or you tell the story um is when we were talking at um the o'neill center at the pub something you told me and again you probably don't even remember this but something you told me is you said cruises pay a lot you talked about how getting cruise gigs and um they pay a lot and it's just if you need the, it's not going to necessarily work towards getting you famous but if you need the income cruises mm -hmm. are the way to go and then oh, yeah. i hear a story about you less <laughs> than a year later and go ahead i want you to take it from there and then I end up on The View talking to Whoopi Goldberg about being stuck on a cruise. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I took that job because um, I had this idea for a short film that I wanted to fund. And it was going to probably cost me around $10,000 to do it. And and I got it just kind of lined up at the perfect time. I got this email from my manager. And he's like, hey, would you mind? You want to do this? Yeah. And I looked and I was like, hell yeah, I want to do this. <laughs> so... Uh, so I took that job and, and I already knew in October what I was going to be doing with that money. Um, but I didn't know <laughs> that we were going to get stuck for 60 days in the middle of the sea. 60 um, days. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I gotta, I gotta say, and I said this, I just did a, an interview a couple of days ago and said this, when I started out in 2002 doing this, you didn't want to go on a cruise ship job. It was, they weren't known to, to pay that much money or to treat you that well or to have production value. That whole game has changed. Yeah. I went out there and these are some of the, this is some of the most fun I've had on stage in my whole career. Cool. Talking, yeah. what is this, 18 years into this thing that I'm in now? This thing. <laughs> this, this thing. thing. <laughs> yeah. This little hobby you're doing. It's this little hobby, this thing I decided to take on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it was great. It's like the technology that they use to create these things on stage are, are amazing. And the performers that you get to meet are from all over the world. We had people from Scotland, from the UK, Brazil, Budapest, like mm -hmm. everywhere. And it's such like, it's such a come from away moment. It's like all these people coming together to make something beautiful and work really hard. And it's really infectious. I felt like a kid again. Yeah. It was great. But, um, but what? yeah, COVID hit and we got stuck. Yeah, did they make, when did they make, did they make you keep performing like past what you were scheduled or did you, um, how did that go about? Well, once the, all the, once all the passengers were off, we did some shows for the crew just for entertainment's sake. Gotcha. Um, but, but at, then that had to stop because we couldn't gather in large groups. And that's so weird because a cruise ship is literally known for a large group of people gathering for a week. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, at that point, it was a five thousand person vessel, and we had about thirteen hundred on board, or is yeah. it like sixteen hundred? So it was easier once all the passengers were off to maintain that distance. It's kind of cool, actually. Was, yeah, it's like a floating yeah. island. It's Dude, that's kind of awesome to be. Uh, so, how many people was it with you and uh, the crew and the performers? Like, what two fifty? The performers. I don't. Uh, just the perform the performers. I think there were maybe like eighteen of us. And then, crew. But then like the whole crew, the crew was like 1600, I think. Okay. Like 16, somewhere between 13 and 1600. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Lots going out or a lot bigger than I was thinking. But yeah, yeah to be, because, yeah. Go ahead. 
I mean, you got, well, you have like the people that got to work the kitchen. You have the people that work housekeeping. You have the people that, you know, work all the bars. You have the people that keep the deck clean. You have, you know, hospitality, people that work the front desk. And then you have all the officers on board that keep the ship running. It's, it's a, and then you have like electricians and, you know, engineers and like, things you wouldn't even think of. Yeah. 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 And then when you got back, uh, did you do the interview from the view on the boat or when you got back? Uh, that one I did. What did I do that one? I did that on the boat. I did that on the second ship that we got moved to. <laughs> did that on the boat. That's great. What was it like stepping back out of the land? Is awesome. it just as, yeah? I mean, how much? Oh my god, the freedom. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was gonna feel as good as it did because I was like, I was handling it pretty well. Towards like the last week, I'll say I started to like slip a little bit, yeah. but for the most part, I was handling. <laughs> it is like a monster to work with. <laughs> a little right. bit. Ah. <laughs> But like towards the end, towards the end, I was just like, "Get me out of this room," because we were we had to stay in our rooms mm-hmm. at the end there, and um, and we didn't have like our ship. We got moved to a, a, a smaller ship with a crew that we did not know. Yeah. And so I was like, "This is horrible. Get me out of here." Yeah. And so oh, stepping back on land felt amazing. I bet, Matt. Dude, that that is one of the most cra- like crazy stories I've heard. Um, yeah. is knowing someone that is, that got stuck on a cruise ship for 60 days. That's bananas. It was nuts. It was, and it's funny because you watch the view and they're like, Dan Dominic brought me a cruise ship performer. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm a cruise ship performer now. This is awesome. <laughs> and I'm, I do, I'm yeah. ready to go back out. Like the minute they call, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, carnival's going to be ringing. Yeah, it's going to be ringing you up. You'll be like, hey, I'm known yeah. for this. This is my thing. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Uh, which, is, which is funny because you're like, you can't, you were saying that's not the best way to get like the most, prevalent way to get famous is doing cruise ships but now look at you it's good to, it's, <laughs> yeah well <I'm> right <laughs> right seriously but you know it's also i gotta say it's it's it goes in hand in hand with that whole like you gotta keep doing your craft it's a it's the use it or you lose it thing if you keep yep. waiting around just for those big jobs you're eventually you're not gonna you're gonna run out of shit to do and mm-hmm. you're not gonna be on top of your game yeah. Uh, or at least this is this is the way I like to do it. I can't really say this works for anybody else. But I I just can't sit around. I'm not a sit around kind of guy. It's sure. just like like right now is a weird time for me. Well, that's a great attribute for being an actor. <laughs> Obviously, is you can't be mo- yeah. motivated to, um, like you said um, earlier, uh, giving your best every day and then being better than the last day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the way to do it. All right. Well, Dan, last question. I'll leave you on. Do you have a uh, what is your best advice for actors trying to break into the industry uh, coming out of this uh, pandemic, whenever we get out of this pandemic? Um, it is going to have to be the advice of superstar, lyricist, Nell Benjamin. Don't be a dick. <laughs> don't be a dick. Be nice to everyone you know. There you go. Be nice to everyone. Yeah, you don't have to be everyone's best friend, but you need to know how to work with every different kind of personality because you're going to meet some strong personalities and some people you might not necessarily like. You don't need to like them. You just need to not, you need to know how to work with them. You need yeah. to know how to work with people. Because the more you talk to people that are not in this industry, you start to realize it's not just performing. It's every industry that you're going to run into this, no matter what you do. So learn how to work well with people and, and you will go far. And some of you are going to mess up and that's fine. Forgive yourself if you mess up and move forward. Absolutely. Yeah. And for the listeners out there, Dan is a man of his word, uh, one of the nicest guys I've met. He, uh, we all at the school, we were like, holy shit, this guy's like the most talented guy in the world that's <laughs> come through here. And, uh, yes, I'm going to quote you on that. I'm going to put that on my website. <laughs> yeah, Nick Hannick, most, ta- most talented man in the world. Um, 
Yeah, and we were like, and then you just came to the pub and we were, you were just so nice, like talking to everyone, uh, taking photos, uh, giving us advice on how to get out of here, um, really, treating, and really treating us like peers more than just like students there. And uh, that's definitely something we all uh, looked up to you for, man. Thank you very much for that. Thanks, man. Well, I hope so, we get to do uh, something someday. Yeah, man. Thank you um, for, yeah, I would love to, if I ever make it out to New York, man, I've never made it out to New York, but uh, if I do, we'll do um, uh, a stand-up show or something like that or a play or whatever we could do, man. I would love that. Yeah. Are I you a stand-up stand -up. fan? I'm a huge stand-up fan. I've always wanted to do it. I just don't have that discipline. It is like... Yeah. The hard, I don't. It seems like one of the hardest things you could do as a performer to come up with material, <laughs> write it, practice yeah. it, fail, 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 or like go through so much crap before you find like the good stuff, and then turn that good stuff into like a two-hour special or whatever. Yeah, it just seems like a hard. I have so much respect for stand-up comedians. Yeah, the it's, bombing is not fun, <laughs> but you learn. <laughs> but you yeah, learn yeah. how to do it. Who's your favorite uh, comic out there? Oh, me? Thanks, um, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Probably, yeah. <laughs> this guy, Nick, you know. Um, <laughs> you don't know him it's, yet. <laughs> it's probably Bill Burr. Bill Burr yeah, same. Yeah. Burr is one He's, of my uh, favorites. Um, I'm trying to think of other New York comedians. Oh, Schultz is good. Mark you know Norman. Norm uh, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Do you know Mark Norman? Uh, Mark Norman and I did a gig together in Maine. We did, like, this party where they they wanted me to sing some songs, so like we brought a comedian in, and I was like, "Great, who? This guy Mark Norman?" And I didn't know who he was back then, and yeah. uh, and I watched him do his thing, and I thought it was hilarious, and exchanged information, and then I looked him up, and I was like, "Holy crap!" And two weeks later, he was doing a, a set at the Comedy Cellar. I went to go see him, so you know, he's yeah. he's that guy hustles. He is and, a uh, worker. Inspiring. Yeah. yeah. He's doing, um, he constantly was doing uh, TV shows like uh, Fallon, Kimmel, all that stuff. Yeah, and then, yeah. uh, he's always at the comedy store doing uh, sets. Uh, yeah. That he's one of the most respected guys in the industry for like his hard work ethic, actually. So that's, yeah. that's awesome, man. Well, Dan, thank yeah. you so much for uh, coming on, man. I really appreciate it, dude. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, let's do coffee, though, when I get to the East Coast eventually. Or if you find yourself in Chicago, let's do it. 100%. Awesome, my man. Thank you so much. Take care. Peace, brother. All right, you see, bye.